This is a shock podcast. Shock. Steady or not, let's talk marketing. Welcome to the last episode of Let's Talk Marketing with Sadie. Yes, today we're going to wrap the whole season up. But with me, I have Yasmin and Nora, my fabulous producers, because I'm here to shock them because we're going to wrap up the show by actually talking bad about marketing. Oh my God, I spent the entire season praising the importance of marketing and how it is so beneficial for business owners to learn marketing. And I'm going to end the show by talking bad about marketing. The nerve of Sadie. Producers, what do you have to say about this? Great. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it's important to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? Yeah. We had that one episode um, talking about social media. Yeah. Right? So I think it's good to. Well, there's always pros and cons. There's always pros and cons. Now, let me tell you all whatever I've been sharing with everybody, we call it the American marketing. That's the thing. I mean, like when you think about all the four Ps, all the marketing jargons, where do you think it comes from? Americans, lah. Because Americans are so good at marketing products and whatnot, right? Consumers have been voicing out their grievances and their disapproval of certain marketing practices. We cannot deny that, like you said just now, Yasmin, there are good and bad of everything. Mm-mm. Like, you know, the good side of marketing, like let's just do a very quick recap because you need to learn marketing because if you don't use the power of marketing, how are you going to put your products out there? Mm-hmm. And if you don't remember the principle, the core ethical and ideal marketing theory teaches you to produce products that are of good value, experience where people can remember you for and it's beneficial. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to talk about the fact that some consumers still feel mixed or slightly unfavorable attitudes towards marketing practices. No doubt, when we talk about marketing, people always think about advertising and that's normal because people think of marketing means they have to put their products on billboard, social media advertisement, yeah. getting shout outs or whatever, you know, influencer marketing and those involve money. Yes. Now, many consumers have caught on the fact that when we spend too much time working on marketing our products, we spend too much money and because of that, who pays the price? The consumers. That's why you always hear sentiments like, la, I'm only paying X amount of money because this product is founded by some celebrity mm-hmm. or it's because it's a famous brand. But Mm-mm. take that away. The cost is this much. So because of high prices, some people feel like, why are we paying so much because of marketing? So do you think that it is the case? Discuss. Well, kind of, especially like brands that take um, certain celebrities as they are ambassadors, ambassadors, Mm -hmm. spokesperson. Mm -hmm. That's the whole package of it all. You take one brand that has no ambassador, no nothing. Yep. It's still the same thing. Yep. And you take another one, the price is definitely different. Super, because people will mark up. So this is what I've been doing my research on, like how the influencers do the drugstore products yeah. and also high-end products. Yeah. It's almost the same thing. It's dupes, but it's much more affordable for the drugstore products because it was marketed in that way. Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing. And sometimes people always say like some of the products are from the same factory. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
So, I mean, oh God, I mean, I can think of like, I remember there was this beef in the makeup industry talking about how Kylie Cosmetics um, mm-hmm, was made mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm, same mm-hmm. factory as ColourPop. Oh my God, yes. ColourPop, I was thinking the same yeah, thing. <laughs> ColourPop is considered to be on the more affordable side. It's yeah. definitely not Kylie Cosmetics prices. But I think when Kylie started coming out with her own products, lip kits uh, yeah, and stuff, I think it was the prices were justified because it was like, you're paying for Kylie Jenner's. Yeah. Stuff. Stuff. Yep. So at the time it was kind of justified, but then this tea came out and yeah. people were like obviously outraged because the quality was exactly the same because it came from the same factory. Yep. I guess for me, right, I often ask myself like, how far would I go to, I don't know, like justify just being like, okay, I'm paying this price because of the brand name, you know, whether it's again, going back to makeup, you know, coming from like a designer makeup brand like Mm-mm. Tom Ford or something like that. But how the the quality is like on par with like a lot of lower end products. Well, speaking as a co-founder of Outlet Perfumes, let me tell you all the truth. Perfumes, for example, Mm -hmm. the cost is so cheap. If I'm going to tell you the cost, I obviously won't. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) That's tea though. That's That's tea. 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 But the thing is, right, I know the cost of a perfume. Mm. And I strongly disagree when people give like thousand percent markup because yeah. of a you know because they paste a brand on it. But mm-hmm. I also understand as you grow your brand and all your brand is obviously if your brand is always in the luxury side, right? Yeah, you cannot afford to like price it below the market rate or you know you they make it like a drugstore rate. Yeah, I understand that, but I feel that people are catching on to that because for me. Okay, as a founder, I was thinking to myself like, oh, if I put my product at this price, what if people perceive me as, oh, it's a cheap brand. But the thing is, right? okay, here's the thing. I am a marketing person. I always believe that, hey, I would want you to enjoy products of a certain good quality without breaking your wallet. That that's my core principle as a business owner. Mm-mm. So I have no problem with people say, yeah, your product is so cheap. I use it because your brand is cheap. You can think that way. But, but when you use a product, right, you will know, oh, it's not that bad. Like ordinary? Yes. Yeah, yeah, they are yeah, so, yeah. they are the underdogs. Mm-hmm. Like their products are actually good. It's just that they don't spend money on marketing. Therefore, they don't charge you crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Like I said, business owners, you have, this is when you need to think carefully. Do you want to slap a price on your products for consumers because you value so much of your image mm. or your product quality. Because at the end of the day, I don't want to be... Even even when I when we name our products outlet, right? There's no saddie in it. Because at the end of the day, I want the product to take off mm, on, its its own, own. on its own. To fly. The outlet needs to fly. I don't want to be like, oh, saddie's product. Because I want you all to use it. You all try the products, you all know. Wow, this is like a hard sell segment yeah. uh, of my perfumes but anyway so back to the high prices thing so the, the thing about people's perception is that when we spend too much money on marketing we end up paying so much because of the marketing cost but yeah. I hope you all also remember that there are some business owners who are quite ethical such as myself and there are people who think for you yes. to come up with products that are actually beneficial and useful and they don't necessarily want to like make you go broke so this is one of the criticism from the consumers that, oh, you all spend so much money on marketing, now we pay the price. Why are we paying so much because of you guys? But like I said, there are still business owners who will think for you. So don't give up hope thinking that, you know, is the end of the world when businesses start investing money on marketing. Next, deceptive 
practices. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Now, this is a very interesting topic because every day we are consuming advertisements, we are consuming promotional content, yeah. sponsored content by influencers, or content creators, celebrities. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we notice that, hey, some of the things that they are promoting or some of the businesses are promoting are deceptive. It's kind of sus. Yeah. It's kind sus. of sus. Very sus. <laughs> Yasmin is itching to <laughs> share really... her POV. Ooh, yeah. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Yeah. I have very... I have very strong opinions. Okay. About, I'm trying to be as... Neutral. Neutral as possible. <laughs> but I do have quite strong opinions when it comes to multi-level marketing. Okay. MLM. That's fair. That's right? fair. Again, it's because like I'm a makeup girl, so mm-hmm. I think I see it a lot happening within the makeup industry. And for me personally, what I probably dislike <laughs> the most, the structure okay. of it because Sadie, do you want to give like a really quick summary of the structure because I don't want to get Okay, into so it. <laughs> now before we go to the bashing part of the Okay, yeah. the, 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 the leave as- that to me. Yeah, leave that to the, Yasmin. Yes. But, Okay, so if you look at the traditional model of MLM marketing, right? Mm-hmm. Basically, the way they're doing it is there's always a founder, there's a leader of the company yeah. that will tell you that, hey, I've created a few products. I would love for you to sell the products for me. Now, if you don't feel like being my salesperson, you can recruit more salesperson under you and for every product sale, you will get 10% some cuts. Or whatever. But of yeah. course, all the money will flow back to me as the yes. founder. So that is the model. Now, like I said, before we go to the, the negative side, the con side, there are some businesses that were created in that model back in those days that are actually producing really good products. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to name drop them because I feel like it's going to be biased. But I personally consume products. I'm not part of it, but I've used products that are in that kind of structure where it is actually of certain quality. Even though the model is like that, but they're not, in a very in your face like hey I need you to recruit more people yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. nowadays we can see more and more models like this where they will tell you that at the end of the day I don't care if you sell my products I just want you to recruit more members so that is where the problem begins because you are not focusing on creating products that are beneficial for your consumers or good experience for people you are worried you are getting money back to yourself yeah. now take it over Yasmin Oh God! I think Sadie just helped you out, uh, just to help define what it what is, it without is. yeah, without getting too yeah. um, passionate about it. But <laughs> um, again, like what Sadie says, usually owners of MLM companies will never, ever, ever categorize themselves as pyramid schemes. They'll never look at it that way. Yep. So the narrative that MLMs tend to use is that oh, you get to be your own business owner. Oh, oh right? yes, you yes. get to be your own girl boss. Yes, right. But from an ethical point of view, like that's not the case. Firstly, when you want to set up business, mm-hmm. right, you actually tend to have to buy the products first yep. from the company itself yeah. to, as your stock, lah, right? Mm. And also, like the income itself that you get, again, it's it's all trickled down, right? It yep. gets less and less and less as you go down the pyramid. Yep. Whereas the person at the top will milk. Everything. Yeah, it will literally milk it all. Goyangakila. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And yeah. oh gosh, there's that to like just like the training in general and yeah. I think like the community itself can be I'm not saying all but it can be quite toxic because it's very very competitive yep. because that pyramid gets bigger and bigger and bigger the lower that you get yep 
right? And oh, gosh, I mean, there are so many scandals that have happened when it comes to companies like this, like from just like the bullying, the bad products, the again, the toxic competition, just like the overall like rejection and like discouragement within within that system in itself. And like from that point of view, like I, I hate it because I think it ropes in a lot of unfortunately a lot of women yep. um, into this false narrative of like, yeah, be your own business owner, be that strong independent woman that you yes. were always born yeah. to be. Right? And most of them, they recruit single, single, single moms, moms yeah. and, or young adults yep. yang tak tahu apa, yeah. that don't know anything about life yeah. yet. Yep. And so, I've seen I've seen yeah. many like many videos like on YouTube of people who have walked away from that system and talked about how it's like destroyed their lives. Yep. They put a lot of yeah, their because, own money yeah, into it. Yeah, it's because they're constantly the end of the day. buying stock, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, but they're not selling it. Yeah. You know, this is a very good conversation because at the end of the day, multi-level marketing is still marketing when yes. you think about it. Yeah. Why? Because they're utilizing people mm-hmm. to spread the word of their products. Yeah. That is still a strategy but at the end of the day yes I opened the show by saying that we're going to talk bad about marketing right but I'm going to let y'all know at the end of the episode right what we are really pushing for is ethical marketing yes okay it's very easy to see what kind of founders or what kind of business owners you are if you focus too much on your self image or you focus too much on making money for yourself you can see that they are desperate to recruit more people because they know for a fact that the products don't work if mm-hmm. you know your products work you don't have to worry about recruitment because those will take off if it works with proper marketing planning and all yeah. so since we're talking about deceptive practices one of it is harmful products that oh. some uh, some consumers have noted that there are people or celebrities influencers content creators brands that are pushing harmful products and while we're on the subject we can talk about this because recently there's this uh, incident we cannot name drop where a skincare product was found to contain mercury and we all know how bad it is when you have your skin is exposed to mercury please you all stop with the obsession of having flawless skin by using some products that you don't really know because in Malaysia sadly we have too many pyramid schemes going yes. around mm-hmm. and the worst part is the founders are aware that the products are not so good or dangerous and yeah. yet they are pushing it so what happens is yes consumers who bought it ended up having their face destroyed we're talking about the consumer side do you know who else is also affected the stockies because mm. in Malaysia there's a lot of practices where founders will engage stockies to sell their products for them have I thought about engaging stockies yes but At this point, I don't see the need to because if we believe that we can market it on our own and all, we can still manage it. I'm not saying that people who engage stockies are deceptive. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying that some founders, when they engage stockies, they impose minimum purchase. So they will tell you that, hey, you need to spend Mm $5,000 to buy our products first. And whether you move it or not, that's not up to me. But Mm -hmm. what happens is that some of them, because they don't care about the product quality, when consumers start to reject it, the stockists can't refund. So who are taking the heat? The consumers and the stockists. Yeah. So... The founders... Goyang kakila. Goyang kakila. Your anak buah ni semua yang buat. Exactly. Uh. So now what I'm trying to push here is that if you're a business owner considering stockies, there's one thing that I have observed from the social media sphere. That is, if you are a founder and you engage stockies, please think of ways to benefit your stockies. There's a common criticism where, oh, the founders engage stockies and then they also have their own HQ mm. that is selling their products. So the stockies will be like, okay, so when are you going to help us? 
How are you helping us? I have seen local brands that engage stockies and they are doing it very ethically because they don't exist. Like you can't buy directly from them. They'll always say, please buy our products from our stockies. Yeah. And I think that is good because they come from, their intention is to benefit stockies in the sense that, hey, we want to give them steady revenue stream. We want to make them feel that they can be their own boss. A lot of these scams, they originated from something that was good, but humans being humans we always find ways to <laughs> greedy the, the, yeah greed we will always find the loopholes we always find a grey area like how do we manipulate it to help us more yeah. see in marketing the ideal way is not about you anymore it's about the people that consumes your product yeah you know like I said I did think about having stockies at first but if Shopee already engaged me to sell exclusively through them we cannot afford to screw our stockies up and the worst part is some brands like I said they impose a certain minimum quantity you know what, what if you don't get support you don't have adequate marketing knowledge because you don't tune in to Let's Talk Marketing with Sadie (laughs) and you really don't know how to move the products you're screwed exactly and then the HQ sells also the mm. HQ say bought one 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 sales, twelve twelve sales discount on their HQ, and you're like, oh, what am I supposed to do about this? And then they tell you, you cannot give discount without running through us, Matila. Mm. So yeah, be ethical. That's what I am. I, my producers are trying to push. You know, at the end of the day, you can do whatever you want. Business is all about making money. Let's be real here. Yeah, mm-hmm. but make money ethically. Yes. Okay. Don't ruin people's lives. Don't ruin people's life. Yes. Or skin. <laughs> that tea. is the tea. M- the tea. tea. That's the tea. tea. Because I really like said he said harmful products. Jam kuruskan bada. Oh my god. Please like be careful like, when coffee, it comes to uh, coffee. Kopi kuruskan badan dalam sebulan, dalam seminggu. Yeah. All of these things. Okay, I understand that people want to look good, feel good, but don't harm your body because you're going to use your body for a very long time yep. yeah if you want to consume it make sure it's certified it's really certified look at the ingredients because even though like said you said like the, the, that one case it's certified and everything small but the ingredients cons- uh, have mercury in it it's not certified it's not certified it's not the company that she name dropped the government body that she name dropped saying that it's certified the product came out and said no we did not Oh, so it's scam. Scam. Tea. Tea. You know, as much as we want to educate consumers to not consume these kind of products, right? Here's the thing. We need to educate these celebrities, artists, Malaysia influencers. Please stop trying to be predatory towards your consumers. Yeah, don't take advantage of, you know, your loyal followers, people who trust you, You, right? You see, right? I have heard, I have another tea, Okay, apparently I've heard there's this one person that will always approach celebrities like they know the up and coming celebrities. They will be like, oh, so you're famous now, right? Do you want to have your own product? Oh, right. I can right. help you. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> now you see, because everybody wants to make money, everybody's struggling here. But at the end of the day, when you think about it, right, is it really worth it? Like I had Jane Chuck on the show the other yeah, day. Please yeah. listen to the show the other day. She is very proud of herself because she. Can't come up with products that she take a year to source to properly mm. do it and people actually give good review I've used her products and I know okay it's not a trash quality yeah. don't be tempted by greed to come up with trash products take your time yeah just to make a quick buck and you will forever be known as ah tengoklah scammer ah exactly mm. yeah. so take your time manage everything that's why it's always important to have the pre-production process elongate that process yep. because 
that is the most important part. When you get into the production and post-production and actually selling your product and stuff, then you can see it's worth it. Yes, founders or potential founders or future founders. I just have one question for you. Do you feel proud of your product mm. at the end of the day? If you are not proud of your product or you won't even use it, why are you selling it? If you consult doctors to do sedut sedut liposuction to slim down, how are you going to tell people that consuming your slimming coffee or tea help you? You know it's lie. Yeah, all these buzzwords. All right? these buzzwords. Yeah. You know, okay, as a marketing guy, I'll tell you this. I hate marketing jargon so much, <laughs> but I know that it works. Yeah. Like, honestly, people, oh, I'm telling y'all, as a, you know, I love marketing and whatnot, duh, in case you don't know, right? There are a lot of strategies I can think of to actually deceive people to make a lot of money for myself. I actually have ways if I thought about, you know, if I want to go that direction. But like I said, I'm in for the long run, for the long game. I'm here for for a longevity, for people to remember me. Hey, he actually takes time and come up with good stuff. Yeah. And also another thing that founders need to remember, when you're not ethical about your product, right? You know who you are affecting, not just your consumer, not just your stockies, but other local business owners who genuinely want to target local people. Yeah. Malaysians don't support local products because we have heard so many nightmares. Exactly. Mm, so much sad. so that when you say, hey, you're a Malaysian, you know? Yeah. yeah. You think I'm not worried? When we are launching our perfumes, I know for a fact because you're Malaysian doing. But I'm going to give it a shot because I feel like at the end of the day, if our products can change the game, yeah, people will know, oh, yeah, at least there's a respectable local brand. I was like that before. Like, oh, Malaysian I would never touch it. Yeah. But then I give it a go and I actually look at the ingredients. Yep. I actually like study about them and everything. I give it a go. It's good. And it's good for my skin and everything. So I'm like, okay, not bad. Not bad. Who? Sendayu Tinggi. Oh, really? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I feel like you should plug that because I think that is, if they're good, if you believe in them yeah. and they're not shady, why not? Give Sendayu them some tinggi. love. So give it a go. Support Malaysian products because there are good products out there, guys. Yes. There's still one more point. Lah. There's one more criticism about marketing that consumers raise that is a high-pressure selling. Like there are some people who are so good. That's why I say I don't like marketing jargons because the words that you use, you might persuade people to buy things they never thought of buying. Yeah. And they ended up keep forking out money. Last day sale, you know, limited stocks only. Mm. Oh, but if you ever see outlet perfumes saying that our stocks are limited, it's true because <laughs> <laughs> we are testing water, so we don't know if you know everybody's how's the response. So we don't, we're not gonna dump in a lot of money to like produce thousands, tens of thousands Mess, of bottles. Yeah. So we just wait first. So it's limited. That's really really limited. Um, yeah. But there's a lot of criticism that marketing brands love to use this high pressure marketing strategy where they keep telling you please buy 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 have you fallen victim to this i mean yes. duh, yeah of yes. course of course of course it's so like sale times. ends today and i'm like <laughs> i literally panic drop everything get onto the website buy <laughs> it's too easy almost because like again it's because it, it is very very high pressure because yep. they put such a short time frame on it if you think about Black Friday sales. Oh, oh my god. Horrifying. Oh, 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 no, oh no, my god. Nora, horrifying. Nora Black yes. Friday. Oh. Black Friday. Obviously, Nora, some of Nora's family lives in the US as well, which is like on a whole different, different level. level. They camped outside. You see? It's right it's after mad. Thanksgiving, they would just camp outside. It's mad. And as soon as the door opened, it's like a war zone. It's like K pop. 
concert in Malaysia lah. People will camp outside. It's worse. It's worse. It's okay. worse because they already know what they want to buy. That's the thing. They already know what they want to buy, and they are buying it for Christmas gifts. Yes, but here's the thing, right? There's Black Friday, but people forget that there's Cyber Monday. Exactly. Yeah. Just three days later. Yeah. But then the sheer panic from the marketing and the hype that's created around Black Friday makes you forget about Cyber Monday, which is only three days later. And Cyber Monday, lower prices. See, then like, there Black you go. Friday. You see what you're going to do? If somebody from America hears this, right? And then they're going to camp out for Cyber Monday and that's your fault. <laughs> now you're the... But, but here's the thing. Cyber Monday, um, some of the stuff already uh, finished. So that's why Cyber Monday, not a lot of people go for. Because yeah. they want to have a certain things. And by Black Friday, it's already done. Wasn't there somebody who actually found out that the discounted items are not actually that... Discounted. That discounted. discounted. Like, it's, it's like n- not significantly cheap. Or the products are quite outdated. They don't sell the latest PS5 at a cheap no. rate oh, if you go no, on Black no, Friday. No, no, so no, no, no. people are still going nuts because of this high pressure selling. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's crazy. Black Friday is always like crazy. It's mad. Mad. My brother was one of the... Because he was like, okay, I want to see what this is all about. And he's like, I'm not doing this. Okay. I'm not doing this. <laughs> if anyone listens to this, if you're ever going for Black Friday, please remember to be safe. Relax. 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 Yeah, Relax. yeah please. <laughs> don't know. go into any cat fights with any Karens. It's yeah. not worth it. <laughs> it's not worth it and please stop squeezing with each other. Give people a space to breathe. There's a whole different conversation mm. already. But anyway, before we close the show, alright, let me just quickly recap. What we are saying today is these are the marketing strategies that unfortunately drew criticisms from people because of how unethical it is. What we are trying to push for is companies to be more aware of using ethical and morally right strategies because people are catching on to your nonsense if people started to voice out that they have mixed to unfavorable reviews or feelings about certain marketing strategies it means something needs to be done and you are going to be praised for making a good change in the industry well that's all from me and thank you so much to my beloved listeners who stuck with me throughout the entire season. Uh, let's hope for a season two. We might change things up a little bit. Producers, last words. Thank you guys for... For tuning in. Yeah, for tuning in, for supporting this whole podcast. It means a great deal for the both of us. Yes. Because it's like the, the love for this podcast is so unreal. And hopefully the second season will bring more uh, great guests in. Yeah, and we're going to have more topics to talk about. And more tea. More tea. More tea. tea, Business tea. tea. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So thank you for listening, Sayangs. 